Dr. Jay Baker with the Tell It Like It Is, the Kingdom Way. And I am excited. Remember I told you last week that these two books were available for you. Uh, Mission-Minded Leaders, written by uh, uh, Dr. Uh, Barry Cook. And this one, Establishing Your Course. This is very good. Both of them are great. But this one, Establishing Your Course. And I'm... Um, um, I, I hear so many people saying they don't know how to get to where they're going and all of that. And he gives some, he gives some real, um, real tools and, and things that are written, even the way he writes his books, I think are very good. Uh, he and Pastor Lanzine kind of write alike, you know, they make sure that you understand that the parts of it. So um, it's uh, uh, Dr. Barry Cook and uh, you can go ahead and get it on amazon.com and you'll be able to to get those things so i'm not going to take up any more of that time what i am going to do is to bring my guest on my friend and and um uh fellow council member and all, all of that we serve together we, we enjoy each other so yeah, praise um, god welcome well thank you it's great to be with you again in a tremendous subject talking about um you know, the oppression of women. No, that's not the title, but. I, and I, oh, people, I get, I want to let you know, I got his commitment that he's going to, this is going to be a six part series. So I have a commitment. I love it. Let's do it. Yeah. Okay. All right. So go ahead. I love the subject is, you know, we were talking about last time and we were talking about um, kind of leaving off in, the scriptures that we're dealing with women being quiet in the church and and um, is keeping quiet and that kind of thing. And we're talking from from different portions of scripture on the subject. Of course, the two main ones being in First Corinthians and then also in, um, you know, Paul writing to Timothy about the subject and then we were dealing with the text in those times. And we were also talking we left off talking about the negative thing about um, the women at the, in the coming into the church at Corinth and, and in Ephesus were coming as from being temple prostitutes and then training for that and participating in that and being sent out regionally, which I think is funny that, that that's why the early church, people were so open to evangelistic concepts and apostolic concepts because I mean, you know, I was reading just thinking about how they were sending. I, I know this is a side note, but I'm reading church history and preparing for this. And I'm thinking about how that they would train the women to be. And then they would literally pair them with old and young. And then they would send them out for their experience in the field, so to speak, to, uh, you know, usually a, a royalty or somebody that paid to have them come and and how they would come. And I was sitting there thinking, you know, uh, and, and they, they had a job and a role to do to kind of mix their religion into their visit, which was interesting. And I thought, you know, uh, why do Christians have trouble mixing the gospel up and what they're doing? Because the devil mixes his, 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 it might be subtle, it might be clear, but it's mixed up in everything. Yet we sat over here talking about and he tells us we need to be calm, so we be calm, which is the same thing they were telling the women in the church. Y'all need to shut it. And, um, and that's what we were dealing with. And so you asked me the question, what about this? You know, the women need to, you know, be in subjection 
you know, to the men. Okay, the word there, hupo tasso, uh, hupo under and tasso to arrange. So in the context, Paul was basically, it speaks in a marriage relationship. But as you notice, when you look up the word, it's also used metaphorically in the covenant that one makes with the local church. So that's interesting too, because again, I'm thinking, why of all these preachers that I've heard preach on this text not bring that? I know they're looking up the word because they're given one definition, but these other three they're not even talking about, which is the Greek word, the, what makes up the whole word, the etymology of a word, almost every word, just for those who don't know, um, etymology means it's made up of a, two or three words. And over time, it was one word, and then another word was added to it. And then another word was added to it. So we have dependent, you know, and then codependent, and then, you know, whatever. I mean, these words begin to be attached to it. It makes up a word, and that's the etymology or where a word came from. So when we break it down, we can look at the reason in the Greek or Hebrew, if you're familiar with that, or even in the English language or Latin or whatever you're looking up, it, it'll have two or three definitions based on and if you get a good etymology book, it'll show you what year and why the word was added to it. So that's how language comes along. So Paul was using the term subjection, which was a Greek word that meant under to arrange, meaning keep under the order of the meeting and stay in an order, stay in an orderly fashion and we'll get to you. I mean, it's not a rebuke it's not a demeaning language it's basically like you in the you in the getting a dmv that's a beautiful wonderful thing especially in california and um and uh you know all of these people are coming and the lady lells out y'all need to stay in line and wait on your number to be called please thank you we'll be with you, you, you need to repeat that. You need to go back and repeat that because I don't think people heard this. This is something, this is why I probably, I actually studied and I actually decided that I'm not going to live that way because I didn't get, I didn't come into this to live. I mean, I came, uh, you know, I mean, before the day before I gave the Lord my life, I mean, I came from an orgy. So, you know, it was no order. Yes. <laughs> and and I in this to go ahead and and, um, and and let somebody tell me who I was, how I was supposed to be, and how I was supposed to act or not act, okay? Because it did not tell me that I was to have a total makeover in that manner. Right. And what you just said is something I think is missing from male and females that they don't get that. So uh, that part about... Uh, yeah. And we had just gone over in the first program in the last week, we talked about, you know, the word um, um, silence, being silent in the church. So I don't want to go back through that. But, um, you know, Paul, the illustration that I was giving about the word subjection is like being in the DMV <laughs> and the lady saying, excuse me, I told you I'll call you as soon as your number comes up. We're on number 314 right now. And if you will sit down and wait patiently, we will get to you shortly. That doesn't mean you can't, you have to get out of line. That doesn't mean you can't get your driver's license. That doesn't mean you're, they, they rebuked you and you're not allowed to drive. And they did it because you was a female. 
no, that's not why. It's because you're distracting everybody and they can't get it. They already told you what they told you and you're running your mouth. Hold on. We'll get to you, but we got to get to everybody. I mean, basic, that's the word that was used for subjection. You know, come under our objective. We're, this is a, a body ministry right now. And the word home, when he said, ask your own husband at home, the word home means in, in your private time with your spiritual advisor, ask them the questions you need to ask them. I mean, it's just amazing how we bent that into this oppressive oligarchy, you know, with with men and women, you know. It, it means perfect it, word. <laughs> it means she shall not exert her rights or do whatever she feels literally, but yield to the preference of what is going on, the objectives of the moment. So come under those objectives and then arrange yourself under them. So what do you need to do? Write it down. Do you need to go, you know, signal to somebody and meet them outside? What do you, you know, whatever you, but don't, don't mess up the whole thing because that's going on. So that's what she's talking about. And then in verse 12, can I keep going? <laughs> this is, what's that? This is, by the way, I know I said it before, but let me say it again. This is First uh, Timothy 2, um, 11 and 12 that I'm walking down through. Let the women learn in silence with all subjection. But I suffer not a woman to teach nor to usurp authority over the man, but to be in silence. So that's what we're dealing with. That's a bad scripture, ain't it? I just love talking about this kind of stuff because people just like, well, there's nothing to say. It says it plain and simple. Really? Let's look at it. Let's look at it together. You know, I've seen it. I know I've preached it for years. I'm like, I know. But it's just, just appease me because I'm new at this. Let's just do it one more time. You know? <laughs> so the word man, the Greek word anir speaks of a man. So, so many expositors, when they're breaking this down, say that it is more expressly speaking of the husband or the covering, the, the covering, the Pauline epistles uses this word 50 times. Think about that. Times that, that we're seeing the word husband sometimes, it's meaning something different. It's meaning your spiritual people that are over you in the Lord that you covenanted with to let them disciple you. That's right. Or have been assigned to disciple you, whatever the case may be. You know, but your will has to be involved or you're not going to listen. You'd be stubborn the whole time. So anyway, the Pauline epistles uses 59 times, 34 of which King's, King James translation translates it husband. Mm -hmm. uh, of the remaining 25 occurrences, 18 are cases where the text is clearly speaking of, of a husband, a physical uh, a husband. But most of the time that it's used, it's meaning Covenant, someone that you have covenanted to disciple, your spiritual leader or mentor in the Lord. So a lot, I've heard people say sometimes, yes, but he says, uh, he says that elders are men. I'm like, did you look up? Did you look up the word men in that in that sentence? Because it is one sentence that it says, mm -hmm. you know, and let those men rule and let the men rule well. So he talking to he talking just to men because that's all it can do it. But the word men doesn't mean men; it means mature, those that are matured. And he uses a specific word of maturation. 
you know, so he's speaking of the, uh, it's talking about, look, if they're not a, sorry, I was about to say jujitsu, they're not a purple belt or above, they're not supposed to be, you know, which is top three, you know, purple, brown, and black. So if they're, if they're not a purple belt, at least, then, you you know, they, they shouldn't even have the, they shouldn't be up there. That's all he's saying by man. That means they're mature. Let them, let them teach the class. Let them go first. If there's one of those in the room, let them go first, unless they want you to go and they're going to coach you through it. That's right. But they're still the one in charge of what's going on. I mean, that's first Corinthians also. So let's take the word usurp authority. Can we do that one? Yeah. Do it. You know, and usurp authority. The, the Greek word there is authentio. This means mm -hmm. it's only used once. And it means to seize or to take hold of possessions by force or without a right. <laughs> Whoa, okay. Various traits. So don't... So apparently some of these women were fairly aggressive in wanting their rights in the middle of service and are wanting their question answered by God right now. <laughs> I don't care who cares what I'm saying. I'm telling you, I want my question answered. Now I'm leaving this place. And you know what they're going to say? Thank you very much. Could you sit down, please? Oh, you don't want to answer me because I'm a woman? No, what they're saying, quit disrupting the whole DMV. Sorry. That's right. You know, That's right. You, you, you're gonna you're gonna get to get pokey about to come and talk to you next, you know. And then you, when you talk like that, get <laughs> off of me. Okay, okay. But the word means an NAS Bible said exercise authority, you know, mm -hmm. to have authority, to rule over, to claim authority. These are different versions that translated it to dictate to, to issue commands, to lord it over. So these gals was commanding folks, dominating the side. That, that ain't right. That's not right. Okay, well, what, and you know, in those times, they often let people give discourse back, and then they responded, unlike us today. Um, it was very common in there, if someone genuinely had a question where they blurted out something, that the speaker would say, no, 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 that's a good question. I mean, when you read those old writings, it, it happened, it, I was sitting there thinking sometimes, my God, that went on and on. No wonder their services were three hours. No wonder Paul. No, no wonder. No wonder uh, uh, Eutychus, uh, uh, whatever his name is, fell out the window. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He and fell asleep. Had to go down and bring his behind back up there. You know, and then kept yeah. on. I know, but it, but basically that word means don't domineer the service. That's what it comes from. Don't domineer the service. Quit trying to be the authority over the service because you have a question. Work with each other. Come under. The, what's going on and arrange yourself accordingly, which I just love that because it, it puts a whole nother slant on it. And again, people say, if I don't believe that, then look at the, look at the different texts where Paul wrote, the same person who wrote these texts, wrote about women prophesying in church, women preaching about him acknowledging the women in the book of Acts for, for their different roles and their different um, leadership roles, their, their, their pastoral roles, their deaconess roles, their, their, um, you know, their elder roles. I mean, elder was never about a man or woman ever in history until the church, like I taught in the last one, until the church broke up at that council at Laodicea and they made that decision. And they oftentimes, oftentimes the Roman church at that time, I chose my, my words carefully, um, um, would, would, um, 
when they were in the middle of a battle or a fight against certain heresies, they would find a way to negotiate a position that would be similar to the heresy, but would give them a separate identity, like the worship of Mary. I mean, you know, when you read that and you read about the council meetings when that came in and the purpose it came in, they were trying to be distinct among the other their regions, but they were having trouble advancing it. So they took the predominant pagan worship at the time where they were trying to progress and they adopted their belief in this type of, so people like, oh, okay, well, it's similar to ours, we'll come on over. Mm -hmm. So it was a tactic that worked. I mean, some of the good things about it are like Christmas, you know, um, and people say it was a pagan holiday and all that. Yeah, but Again, the Catholic Church played chess with these people, just like Halloween was the day of Reformation. And I mean, the Catholic Church wasn't excited about that. But when they took over Halloween, it was a worship of the dead, you know, similar to some of the Hispanic uh, uh, things, Dio de las Morte or whatever it is, you know, and the day of the dead, you know, it was a worship of the dead. And so they're responding to it with, okay, we're going to make it a. Um, you know, a, a, a holy day. We're mm-hmm. going to make this a holy day. And so we're going to make it the birth of Jesus. And we say that, but they were Trump Easter. Like they took Easter and say, Easter ain't about no, I know, but they took the pagan practice and then trumped it with their own saying, no, that was Jesus. And the egg was Jesus. And then this was an all the bunny rabbit meant new life. And, and, you know, Christmas tree means, you know, we're all trees of righteousness and the gifts hanging off underneath it have to do with all the gifts that God gives us. And the, and the, and the balls and decoration hanging down has to do with how God makes beauty out of ashes, out of our life. And he just, uh, and everybody said, Oh, Merry Christmas. Praise God. You know, and the pagans went dog doing it. They did it again. But the problem is, is they're comp every time they're doing it, they're compromising and they're writing it down. Now, this same thing happened with women. They made a decision when they took over the church and formed the church to stop. The problem was, is they were the predominant movement of the church during that time in an organized way, but they were never the only church in the earth, and all the other movements had women leaders. Had at all levels because it wasn't about male or female. So when you get the message of Christ, when you see the message of the kingdom, you don't argue from that standpoint anymore. You try to figure out what's in you that you don't know and where you've been lied to. And that's easy to find when you start thinking from the kingdom side instead of that old antiquated wineskin. Okay. How are we? Because I, I, um, I, I find, and I know it's hard for you to, uh, it's hard for you to believe, but I find that sometimes, as a woman, that um, I can get attacked from other women because I'm actually free. You know, I mean, it, it's, you, you know. Um, well, we work together. We work together, and we don't. I mean, you know, what you see is what you get. That's the way you are. That's the way I am. I mean, really, what you see is what you get. And they say I don't have filters or whatever, but I we find that women are really um, 
against women and what it is that God meant, that Jesus meant for them in the beginning? Or is this just a fantasy that I'm, uh, I mean, is this just something that I'm, I'm, I'm dreaming? The insecurity and, and uh, 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 in, in this, because even though you have eloquently spoken and 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 shared this and 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 references uh uh history all of it biblical things all of it yeah it's one of those things that do you find or do you see that this is a difficult part in in order for women and men to accept so now I do, I do. And I do think there's a couple reasons why. And I think one of the main reasons is, number one, that's what we've been predominantly taught. And, you know, we've been taught certain systems and boundaries and, and, you know, like it's like the old elephant story or the flea story. You know, they talk about where, um, you know, if you, you take a flea and the flea has ability to jump 35 inches in a single jump, but you put a lid, put it in a mason jar with a lid it'll it'll bang its head until that's all it'll it'll only jump right below that lid and you eventually can screw the lid off and the flea won't jump out it'll eventually die in that unless you feed it or whatever whatever fleas eat but um you'll die in the same story with the elephants you that's how they train elephants when they're a baby you know they tie their foot to a pole and eventually they untie their foot from the pole and the elephant doesn't leave the area because it's been conditioned by that pole not too bright but um, if it ever has a flea day, meaning it not a flea, like what I was just talking about, but it takes off running for some reason, um, it's going to realize why it's running. Like, hey, I'm free. Yeah. That's why sometimes tribulation in our lives causes us to wake. <laughs> you know, we take off running from something going on, and finally we get out of the perimeters of our old mindsets, and we can see clearly enough. And um, I think there's a lot of people that are stuck in those old paradigms. Sometimes the men want to keep women like that. Sometimes the women are comfortable because they feel like they're able to keep an identity because they don't feel like they have skills outside of that or whatever. And I'm not all women, but there are some women like this. And and I met them like, yeah, but but that's okay if that's what you do in the home. That goes back to that co-laboring thing but that you have lesser value or what you let him say, see how clean he keeps the house. <laughs> I guarantee he ain't going to, that won't last long. Very few. See how well he take care of that baby. I mean, two or three days of it, maybe a week of it, you know, it's probably all he's got. He'd be willing to pay you to get back out. Maybe that's what you ought to do. And like your little offering will go up a little, <laughs> allowance or whatever it is, you know. But I'm, I mean, there's got to be a money. And you know, I love the situation where I, I heard one pastor say, in um, oh, I can't remember his name. He was he's old timer now. Pastor Cherry. He was up from up north, um, uh, missionary Baptist guy. But he, I know, I know, I know him. Uh huh. Yeah, oh my God, he telling the story one time, and he says. Um, he says, it's like this. He goes, when I sit down with a couple, I say, what you going to do? And, and a man will say to me, well, she just going to be in the house. Okay, well, what's she going to do? Well, she, I mean, you know, she'll clean the house and she'll make the food. And he, and he sat there and he'll log it all, put it in current, like if you were to hire to do the task. And he'll sit there and so, so you'll be paying her this much a month. That'd be $2,003 a month. And, and they're like, he's like, no, no, no. I mean, this, that's what she's going to. I know, but this is what she's bringing in. 
This is the value she's bringing is $2,300. So when you say she don't do nothing, okay, so let's take, tell her to you, honey, you just go ahead and stop tomorrow. Don't do none of that for him no more. You know, now what? Well, I'm going to kick her out, but she had your babies. What's that worth? You know, you just watch the, you see, he's like, you, he'd tell, you just laugh. He'd say, you should see those men's heads trying to, trying to figure out how to lie around all that. You know? yeah, but, it is. You know, but the point he was trying to make is even if that's your position, you're still, there's a value exchange. And that's what it comes down to. Yes. If nobody's willing to make a value exchange, then we got an issue whether you in the kingdom of God or whether you up in a relationship. I mean, so you telling me you what do you have to buy? I don't have nothing, but they better have this, 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 and this. What's that old saying we used to say? What'd you bring into the table? That's it. You know, well, I'm bringing me. Okay. Okay. My my money, and you have to. You want you're coming because you want my money. So. Let's see, mine is increasing in value. It'll be worth this much in, in, in 20 years. And yours is decreasing. So it goes down in value. So you'll even be worth less in 20 years based on your looks alone. That's what you're telling me. That's all you're bringing is hips, lips, and fingertips. Sorry, I'm, I'm over there. Anyway, <laughs> you just going to let me carry on to you crazy, girl. You just... <laughs> Okay. Hey, I'm telling the truth. (laughs) Yes, yes, you are. Yes, you are. But, you know, one of the things, uh, uh, here's the other part. In the word of God, it talks about something else that we're going to hit and we won't deal a whole lot with it today. Let's do it. For youth, it says for children, children, obey your parents in the Lord. Now, who are they talking to? And under there, they're talking the actual biological parents but it's not the same thing there's two different there's two different entities there's things with uh 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 with with fathers and remember in our conference in the last conference we had i did we started off i i spoke on the fact that as a in a female body i am still a father in the in 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 the kingdom that there has nothing to do with gender, but it has to do with his heart. It has to do with his mind. It has to do with the position in which he put me. And so, um, in in this, in this, um, it's actually do do we you, do you find that we take and we want to put gender to everything that there is no place for to walk in the realm of the spirit and do what needs to be done? Yes. Yeah, we do. We've got an issue. We have an issue with that kind of stuff, you know, as a people of God. I mean, we have an issue, you know, it's just, I mean, we could get off on talking about, you know, well, you know, the black church and the white church and all that stuff. It's the same concept. It's the same concept. It's like, okay, I understand that you might mean um, a cultural difference or expressional difference or practice difference, but you know, that's not necessarily white or black or whatever. Oh, there, guess so what? Stupid. Time. Anyway. Oh, shoot. Well, we're going to be back next week. My Apostle uh, Gary, uh, uh, Barry is going to be back with me next week. And we're going to talk more about this the next two weeks. We are going to talk more about this. And if you have questions, please send <laughs> them in. Ask us the questions and we will answer them. We'll answer them. 
be back next time when we're here to tell it like it is the kingdom way. Thank you and bye-bye.